Yeah, yeah. Whoa. Hello. Oh, she uh, walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. You. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it like I talk it. Woo. Walk it like I talk it. Hey. Walk it like I talk it. Walk it. Walk it. Yes. You push play. Thank you so much. This may be one of the most important episodes you've ever heard or ever shared. Are you afraid to die? That is the question we tackle today. And if you say yes, well, you're you're pretty normal. Uh, I'd say most are in that category. Some of the replies by these fry dudes may surprise you. Uh, we're going to talk about eternity, what's real, what are the promises, and I just thank you again. So here you go. All right, welcome to Fry Dudes. Uh, well, we're, we're venturing again. We, if you can tell already with the background noise, we got a truck that's uh, clearing out porta potties. Uh, we're by a boat launch. We're actually at a park, and we're social distanced, of course, right? Casey, can you can you vouch for me? Where we're spread out. Yeah. Where we're not in each other's laps right now. Pretty decent. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And there's there's only actually there's four of us total here. We have we have the rest of the group uh, joining in virtually right now. And we just was like, um, it just feels good to, uh, as we, we, as we learn, as we navigate, as we respect the process and what is COVID and what we're doing, we're, 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 we're working on it, right? Yeah. <laughs> we're working on gathering, but safely, respectfully. And, uh, I don't know about you guys, but I definitely miss seeing you. And I listened to that old, that first Patrick episode back in October of 19, I could just, the, the laughter and the banter and the, that, that, that's missing. And you don't get that because these guys got to mute because otherwise it's, all, there's all the background noise that's going on. So anyway, thank you. Uh, we got, we got Greg one and done and, and, uh, jogging Jesus, AKA Casey, that's here in person. We got a, a group on the outside that's going to chime in when they get it, when they get the opportunity. I know Bull Brian's never short on words, so I'm sure he'll work his way in. So where are we going to go with all this now? Um, I got the firm poll that we are supposed to talk about the bigger picture. So we've talked about social ju justice and injustice. We're not done there, by the way, at all. In fact, I got a good segue that ties us together. We talked about COVID a little bit. I know you guys are probably just tired of talking about that. I get that. Um, but where I'm going is the bigger picture, and that is death and life. And, um, uh, well, let's do this. This week alone, within our little circle here, uh, within 24 hours, we had a husband die in a car accident, correct? So uh, we, have a, we have a widow now and a 10 and a four-year-old within our circle. It's actually, uh, I'll say it's, it's one of Nate's circles, but I, we don't need to get the specifics. Just know that's tragic for sure. Uh, one of our other dudes, uh, one of his buddies, uh, his kid, I'm sorry, his kid's 17-year-old um, uh, died in a cliff diving accident. And the best buddy land on that's absolutely tragic. It breaks the heart. That happened within 24 hours. And then on top of that, uh, within the circle, one of my my youngest daughter's friends, ex-boyfriend, shot someone, murdered someone out of an argument. So three deaths. And then on top of that, um, I'm going to bring up, I, I promise I was going to take action to this. And by the way, I'm going to call all of you onto this. So we talked about, we got walk it like we talk it. And some of you guys have been really challenged in giving. And I just thank you so much for your generosity. I want you to think and pray on this. So one of our dudes is uh, Lamer. 
So Chad Lemire Foundation uh, and uh, his son, his son, Curdy, had passed away from a heart ailment. And uh, I believe at the time he was only 18, 18 or 19. But again, tragic. In fact, they, uh, Chad and, and Herber, you've heard him, uh, Greg, chime in before. They're up at the, the fishing fundraiser right now. And Kurt, uh, good coming out of that terribleness is uh, they created a camp called uh, Camp Curdy for disadvantaged youth. And already I want to challenge, I'm thinking about that we put together a giving campaign and I'll make sure to put this on the action page of uh, for those that are working. And I just want you to pray about it and think about it because I know you're, you've been challenged to give in many different directions. But if your heart has been touched on social justice, if your heart has been touched by Patrick, and then now, uh, would you consider a donation? I'll put the link up to the Curtis Lemaire Foundation so we can send a group from Patrick's neighborhood to Camp Curdy yeah. for disadvantaged youth. And then we're going to follow up with some mentoring for those these guys that want to mentor and want to coach and building in some life skills, some job skills, and then the faith around it. So there's a call to action right there. And again, I take this very seriously. So I'm going gonna, I, I, I'm gonna to open it back up to the group. And um, actually, Casey, Marcus, I have to pick on one of you guys first. But here's where I'm going with this. We, 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 we talk about COVID, and it is real. It's a threat. I don't want to diminish that. I know it's horrific for those that are vulnerable and get it. I've heard the testimonies. I also was on record as saying back on, uh, I think it was February 29th episode, the COVID uh, breakdown, <clears throat> 1 to 2% chance. That's what they're saying then. Numbers, we'll see where it turns out. But I said, we also did the death, death statistics. You're 10% like, more likely to die of cancer. I think it's 20 times more likely to die of heart disease. Um, we already recapped. We talked about Curdy. We talked about um, the, the, the guy that died in the car accident, the father. Now we have a widow. We have the 17-year-old. Um, and we have a murder. And of course, there's a lot more that came out of the riots, etc. Bottom line is, we don't know. We don't know when our time is. So, uh, there's a variety of directions we can go for this, but are we ready? Are you ready? Are you ready? And people will knock us and say, what are you doing? Six in the morning in a stupid podcast, and you're in the park, or you're at a restaurant. And they're like, no, we're training. We train. We train for faith. We train to, to, to better understand this broken planet. We train for life after this life, to make the most of this life here, but the after. So, okay, that might have been a record preamble. <laughs> Forgive me, but you can tell it's passion on my heart. This is why we do this, right? Truth, the bigger picture, the way. We want peace. Of course, we want harmony. We're talking about legacy. But this isn't it, folks. This just isn't. I've always said, if this is it, then this world is one big joke. All this hardship, all this pain. <clears throat> All this suffering. So, actually, Casey, if it's okay, I'm gonna get dragged your way, and then one and done. I'm sure you got something to say. And I know Peter and Bold I'll have you queued up. Yeah. So Tom and I were talking about this yesterday, and I think I might be. I know that I'm a little weird. So. <laughs> we, know, we all admit it. We all. We're all weird. We, we all admit that. Weird. Yeah. I'm weird. So, I know it. So I've said this. We know that, Casey. <laughs> so we've said. I've said this before, but. I don't leave the house expecting mm. necessarily to come back. Like I don't know 
I don't know that I'm going to make it through today. But not fear anxiety, like you're not no, anxiety no. ridden. No, you're just, it, it's in the back of your head. Like I'm, I'm not afraid of death. Well, yeah, that's a bold statement. So one of the weirdest things, that's one of the weirdest things that I've heard. Like when I first came to faith, I went to this church and I was about 15 years old and I, I remember the pastor saying something and he said, I am excited to die. I'm like, this guy is nuts. I think I just joined a clan. I don't, I don't know what this is. And I thought that it was the weirdest thing, but I was so terrified of death. I was convinced that I was going to die before the age of 18 of testicular cancer because a kid in our school at 16 died of testicular cancer. And I went to therapy for it, by the way. Yeah, so I, I, was, I was terrified of death. And to hear him say this, there was something... First off, I, I thought it was weird, but on the other side of it, I wanted it. I wanted to be rid of that fear of death. Mm. And about four years ago, I kept on saying like, I am not afraid to die. I, I'm not, and right now I stand before you saying, I'm not afraid to die. And so a few years ago, that was tested. I was driving on the interstate going about 70, 75, and it, would just, it just became overcast and it just started downpouring, downpouring. And before I even had time to decelerate, I hit a puddle and there was no, there was no barrier on the sides. And it was probably an 18 foot, um, I wouldn't say drop, but it was a, it was a hill down into a ravine. and. I started heading forward and I'm hydroplaning, no control of the vehicle whatsoever. And my first thought was sheer exhilaration. I was so excited. And I remember this thought going through my mind, God, I'm gonna get to see you today. I get to be with you today, Jesus. And I remember just being so excited and then the wheels corrected and I, I caught solid ground and I remember feeling this thought of it's real like mm. I, I actually am not afraid to die like I don't have that fear but then the other thought that came into my mind was wow Casey you are still really selfish you would have left behind a, a 24 year old wife and you would have left behind a two-year-old son and <laughs> and it's just this thought of man, I'm not afraid of death, but I still have a whole lot of sin that I need to work on. Like I need to be others focused a little bit better. But the question is, is are you guys afraid of death? Yeah. Are you guys, do you guys contemplate death or do you avoid it? Because I think that we need to live every single day as if it's cliche, but as if it's our last or at the very least have our deathbed in the back of our minds when we're speaking or when when we're acting because what people say about us what people see in us when we're laying in that casket is really what matters man there's so much there hold on hold on for just a sec i do got i have a poll here for those listening and i know you're gonna go here anyway my brother by the way that is wild i mean that's that's bold yes and many would say weird but i get where he's going uh, and, and, and this is why we train. This is why we train. Do we really believe in this heaven thing? Then we're going from a 
a broken planet full of hardship and pain and suffering and murder and rape. This is what we're holding on to. And if heaven's real, there is no more tears. There's no more sickness. There is no more all this. That we should give thanks for. But on the flip side, I, we talked about this a little bit yesterday too. Casey and I did a little primer. For those that have experienced loss, our hearts do go, right? The, the shortest verse in the Bible when he studies Jesus wept. So we get that. We do want, want to diminish that. I know that's not what Casey either. I just want to make sure to get it there for the listener that might find, feel a little bit confused with all this. No, there is real pain. There's real mourning. It is very real. I think it's part of our life test. It's also a testament of the impact of that person's impact on your heart, the loss you feel. But just know this is why we train. This is why we're studying this because we're promised an eternal life away from a broken planet. And that we can be with those loved ones if we tune in properly. We can be with those loved ones for the rest of our lives. Our eternity, which is just a wild concept on your own. I know you probably can go off on that one too. So, um, all right, a lot there. But right, let's go back to your question. Are you afraid of death? One and done. No. Um, but you're kind of pulling a little string off of Casey's story there, which is, you know, I don't have anything nearly as compelling. Um, but when I think about it again, I think about you know, Jesus specifically talking about taking care of the widows and the orphans, right? Because he knows that those left behind have it really tough, right? That's why he's like, you got to take care of these specific people, widows and orphans, because we're made to be in relationship. And uh, all of a sudden, that a part of that relationship is gone. And so the rest of us need to circle around. So that's. You know, kind of thinking, Casey, your comment, geez, that's really selfish because, you know, I need to be others focused. I, I don't see that as selfish. I mean, I don't think you were, I don't think you go around every day hoping to die. I mean, I no. think you, you probably, you know, but you're at that, you're at peace with it. You're like, hey, God has given me wonderful gifts while I'm on earth. These relationships to invest in, to pour into, to, to make a difference in other people's lives while I'm here. And that's the training and that's what we need to be doing all the time recognizing that at some point we will die. So there, I don't know there's any sense being afraid of it because it's inevitable. Right, it's and inevitable. So it's, I guess, I don't know if it makes sense, but I don't see that as being selfish, Casey. I just think it's, yeah, right now I'm gonna pour into and love the people God has put in my life. Um, at some point I'm gonna have the just incredible opportunity to meet him, which is so much more than anything we can even fathom. We just have no concept of how good that's going to be. Mm. Uh, uh, for the thought, I know you got something more there. On top of that, what I, what I got of that was we talk about the order, right? For those that train, at least what does the owner's manual say, right? It's God. Love God first, then others. Then your closest neighbors, of course, is your wife and your kids. What I see in that moment as well, to reaffirm what you said, was God's first. God, I'm excited to be with God. And you know probably God would take care. But that's the way I see it was. And listen, this is a challenge for you, the listener. <laughs> do you have a relationship with God? I mean, like I said, do you know where you're going after you die? That is the bigger picture. Uh, relationship is an indicator is how much often you talk to someone, right? There's one. And then uh, two, and by the way, we're all guilty of this at times, is your kids above God. Is your spouse or whom you're dating or your job above God? Here's the balance issue, right? Here's where, again, for many of you, that sounds weird. 
the owner's manual says you better get that order right. So anyway, brother, that's what I heard too on the other side was at least you're not as tied to this world. I know you love your wife and kids immensely. There's no debating that. I know you love God. Well, so for me, I I view life differently than than life and death. I I view it more as birth. So so if you think of a child inside of the womb, they're alive. We know that they can hear, but they don't hear fully. So it's more like they hear rumbles and feel the vibrations if you put music up against the belly. They can see light, but it's more just like pigments. Um, they can feel, but we don't know how much they can feel. They don't feel the pleasure of sex. They don't get to taste good food. So it's like they're alive, but they're not experiencing the fullness of life. I believe that that's what this earth is. We're alive. We can hear music, but do we hear music to the fullness? Mm. We taste, but do we taste to the fullness? Do we experience to the fullness? And so I don't view it as like death is this... I'm going up to heaven, I feel like death is more, I'm jumping off to the side. So it's like I'm jumping off to the side into true reality. I'm being born into true life. Like right now, we're all infinite. Does it really matter if I'm infinite on this earth or if I'm infinite in heaven? The only difference is the experience. And the experience is going to be sheer exhilaration with no more tears, no more pain, no more crying. And Tom and I were talking about this yesterday. If we found a fountain of youth, oh, yeah. I would That's not right. I would not be drinking any of it. <laughs> like, I, don't, I don't want I don't want <laughs> to live on a broken planet forever. Like that's not a desire for me. I'm I'm here for I say it all the time, God willing, I'm here for my eighty years and me thinking about death on a daily basis doesn't make me uh, shrink back it makes me step into the moment and not care what people say about me not care if if it could cost me my, me my life it it causes me to live to the fullness of what God's called me to and that's what causes me to be bold that's what causes me to be able to go up to people and pray for them because I want them to have what I have if you've truly experienced God like if you're in a deep-seated relationship with him every single day every single moment you want other people to have that. And so that's what death and life really are. It's like, who cares about death? I care about death as in, I hear these tragic stories. Mm -hmm. And that's the only part of death that I fear. I only fear death in that my child could get sick and die, or yeah. my wife could die. But that's because I want to hold on to them and keep them close. It's not a fear of me them being gone forever oh so and, good Go and I think the other the other side of that or not the other side of that but thinking about that that's you know every morning i i, I give thanks for another day yeah it's cool. just like okay god thanks for the sun coming up and then the opportunity to enjoy the the richness and the relationships and the blessings yeah. that i have here on earth right uh -huh. and it's just like okay let's live in a life of gratitude oh, yeah. while we're here I love that. I, exactly. I wake up the same way. I say, even despite the hardship, thank you, God. Another day, another opportunity to make a difference, whatever that's going to be. So Several hey, years ago, I had an experience very much like yours. Mm -hmm. I was driving down the freeway going downtown, and 
just a huge rainstorm. This is before 35W was redone. And I hit a puddle of water where the old drain system didn't take it away fast enough. And completely turned around on oh. 35W. Oof. When the water cleared, traffic was coming head on at me. And somehow, every one of them swerved around me. I did a U-turn and got out of there. Mm. But I couldn't help but think to myself, okay, God, you got, you got something waiting for me. There's a, I have a purpose on this world or I'd be gone right now. And I, when you talk about having a fear of death, I think it, the biggest reason people have a fear of death is that they don't really understand what's after this life yeah. or don't know what's after this life or don't believe Right. That what they know is fair. after this life. It's a fair statement. And Thank I you, would suggest our church just went through a, a sermon series on the book Imagine Heaven. Hmm. And if you haven't read that or done some of the YouTubes on it, you have to do it. Imagine oh, Heaven. It's yeah. it's, you know it too, Casey. Okay, hey, by the way, anyone listening out there, anyone struggling with life, death, not even sure about all this, that sounds like a go to, huh? I'll further vet it, but Imagine Heaven. Well, you can see about your as well? of near death experience. Yeah. Oh, okay, good. Yes. I imagine having. Please one, check that out. One lady that was pinned under a canoe for 35 minutes in a raging river. Wow. And survived. Wow. Another guy hit by a, a semi. <laughs> and and wow. so it's it's amazing. Yeah, and what their experience was, I have my uncle Keith story too, which uh, I have to dig out what episode that was, but Thank you, Greg, by the way. You didn't have to speak up. Greg's a new timer, by the way, for anyone listening. All right, one-minute challenge. Uh, we're, we're a couple past the hour, and I'd I love to end on a high note. That's definitely one of the high notes. Bold or Peter, any final comments? Yeah, well, you know, I do. I mean, I I think uh, one of the greatest books is Light itself is the book of Ephesians. Um, that's all that... Paul talks about is life, and God is there for us constantly. Um, and I'm not afraid to die. I, I came to the conclusion that I'm here on earth to do God's work. And wherever he nudges me, that's where I do his work. But I'm not selfish in the fact that, yes, my family will be sad, but I've been ready for years, and being ready is, is having that mindset that as a Christian, you know where you're going, and you hope along the way in your life that you plant seeds, set examples, walk the talk, as we say. Mm. And if you read Ephesians, that's all it talks about. It talks about the love of God that, you know, he, he puts you here on this earth to do his work. You're one of the disciples. And so I treat my day every day just like that. And I'm not afraid. Hmm. I haven't been afraid for a number of years. And so whatever happens, happens. I'm, I'm I'm not saying that I go into my day saying, okay, today's the day. I mean, you'll drive yourself crazy if you do that, but um, I firmly believe that 
we are supposed to be prepared for that day, and that is in your heart, mind, and soul, that when that time comes, you're going to be with your Father in heaven. And that he will take care of those that are, I'm going to say it, left behind. And the seeds, like I said, that you've planted are going to sprout. I've seen it too many times in funerals. One example is my godson who died on a mountain from a mountain bike accident. That's right. I want another tragedy. Four, uh, three out of his four friends came to Christ because my godson was a follower. And they talked about it, and they talked about God, and they became Christians. Because, you know, sadly because of a tragedy, but it's like knock, knock, pudding head, the seed started to grow. And they are some of the, you know, I talk to them every, well, once a year uh, on my godson's death. We talk, and um, because I know, I know them all, and um, they're still on fire. And they always say at the end, it's because of my godson, Dan. And, and so, um, you well, know, Jesus I asked says, them one time, this is years ago, are you afraid to die now? And they said, no, because yeah. I have God in my heart. And Thank I you. live each day as it's my last. Thank you, bold man. That's so good. And, uh, uh, so much there. I, I know. Well, we're going to. We'll have another episode on this for sure. But that's so strong. Case you're going to say something, and then Peter, Milkman, anyone else? Eastview Bob, if you want to step up, this is your moment. Go ahead. Go ahead, Casey. Well, Peter. Peter can go. I know he has. Something. Oh, Peter. Go ahead, Peter. Then Casey's going to uh, follow up. Yeah, just you know, you asked us about death. It's hard for me to really consider death. And I think it's the reason why it's hard for me to even think about it. I do believe that you know I'm covered. That Jesus died. The sacrifice is good. Okay. But the issue I have, I'm more afraid of what's happened. Like, there's a, I feel a big pull in this world. Like, Jesus says we either serve God or we're serving money. And I feel like because I feel that pull, my, it's in my nature to want to, you know, I just want things for myself. I think it causes me to be worried, okay? And my mind is consumed with that stuff instead of just being able to, uh, you know, just enjoy what I have. I don't know if that makes any sense. So I think that's what's blocking me from really being able to consider, hey, I could die. You know what I mean? I just don't really think about that because you know, I'm burdened by this world. I don't yeah. know if that makes sense. Uh, it does. I appreciate you, Peter. And that's where I was going to. I, I, I was going to say also with Casey, listen, we're all at different levels. I have to admit, and hearing Greg's as well, if I was hydroplaning on, on the freeway, I don't think i would have the exact same reaction no, I wouldn't. <laughs> I, I'm just, but I would, what i admire about you guys i'm just saying be more real we're all a little bit different so just to say we're totally it's we're different levels i just so admire it but i i got that sometimes anxiety will get me and then i got this is why i gotta pray this is why i gotta read this is why i gotta tune in this is why i do need jesus because sometimes the world peter i'm with you on that sometimes the world will get me wrapped up or uh, really whipped up and i get too caught up in it and then I have to lift it up what's bogging me down. Go ahead, Casey. Yeah, so we can end in Scripture just on what Jesus says about this. Um, so when he is talking about our response to the world and trying to get the world and how it can weigh us down, the desire for money. Mm. So this is cool. what Jesus says. Bring it. 
If anyone would come after me, let him deny himself and take up his cross and follow me. For whoever would save his life will lose it, but whoever loses his life for my sake will find it. For what will it profit a man if he gains the whole world and forfeits his soul? Or what shall a man give in return for his soul? For the Son of Man is going to come with his angels in the glory of the Father, and then he will repay each person according to what he has, what he has done. Excellent. What passage is that again? That is Matthew sixteen twenty four through twenty seven. Matt sixteen twenty four through twenty seven. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. That's perfect, Casey. Oh, That's perfect. Got the Paul Bryan endorsement. Yeah. So it, it's just how how are you living each day? Because, man, I I keep hearing like today might be the day, and I think that in like man, today might be the day, like, I get to see the one who died for me, like, I, but if, if not, like, like, to live is Christ, but to die is gain, so, so if I'm on this earth, I want to live for Christ, I want to live as if, as if everyone around me needs, needs to experience what I get to experience, this relationship with God, but if I die, I get to be with the one who died for me. Oh, man, Amen. so good. We, we got to end on that note. Uh, please, listener, keep tuning in. We'll have, a, of course, have the outro with some suggestions as well to further <clears throat> tune in. Thanks for joining. Word. Thank you for joining us, uh, Fry Dudes, this week. Are you still afraid to die? It's okay. It means you are human, and you're just not sure about all this. Or maybe you're sure, or kind of sure, uh, but you're just having a good time on the broken planet currently. Uh, if you live here long enough, however, you're going to know as it's, it's, it can be a very hard life and yes, it can be brutal sometimes. And some of you have lived brutal and are living brutal right now. This earth can also have moments of joy and love. My theory, this life on this broken planet is a test. We get a taste of what heaven is like at times and we get a taste of what hell is is like at times. Uh, it, you're just living in the moment, whether good and or uh, an S sandwich, for lack of a better phrase. I believe God put the loved ones in your life that you cherish so much or that you miss so much to teach you how to love. God put them there to show you that. And for those that have suffered a severe loss, you are not alone. We have quite a few dudes right in this group uh, they have lost children and people very near and dear. So why do they press on in hope? Because this broken planet isn't just it. It is a test. And for those still doubting, check out Imagine Heaven, the book that Greg and Casey endorsed, and judge it for yourself. Then Google John 3 and read it, and then judge it for yourself. But just know hope rules. And hopelessness sucks. If you're able, will you bow your head and uh, lift a prayer with me? God, if you are real, will, will you show me? In John 3, it says, If I choose to believe in Jesus, that I will have eternal life away from this broken planet. An eternal life of what is best and beyond of this world. You gave me a taste of that beauty with your nature and the loved ones that I have and I love with my, hold dearly in my heart. I would love the clarity and confidence. Will you please give me the wisdom to help 
better understand. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. If you prayed that, would you let us know? Simply go to frydudes.com, hit us up at the uh, contact us page. One of us will follow up with you if you wish. You don't know obligation to answer any questions, any doubts that you might have. Uh, in addition, we'll, we'll even send you a free Bible to help you better understand. Bonus, we'll send you the Imagine Heaven book as well. On the flip side, maybe you do get all this stuff. Okay, so question to you then. How are you doing sharing this hope with your loved ones? I bet most of you are struggling. Here's my best practice. First, tell them that you love them. Pray for them before you talk about this. Then tell them, hey, if heaven is for real, then you are absolutely someone I hope to invest attorney with. And by the way, if you struggle with the words, then just share this episode. Share with them and then say, hey, I care about you a ton. Curious to get your take on this. And then ask them, would you be willing to discuss it over coffee or lunch? At a minimum, they may think you are weird, but at least they know you care. You care so much that you would want to spend eternity with them. That's the truth, Ruth. Don't doubt yourself. Ending on a song note, so many of you are hurting and struggling. And this is part of life. And it is part of the test. And how do you handle it? To whom are you going to for hope and inspiration and light? God knows exactly what you're going through. And I'm going to encourage you to go to God more. Build a relationship with God like Casey or Bold or Rick or Nate or Peter as you heard in this episode. This is God Only Knows by King and Country. Now go, serve, love your neighbor and neighboring communities.
Kind of love that God only knows. 